Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, VP family listeners. Uh, It is Wednesday, March 8, and I'm Kim Hauer with Jenny Turrison again, and uh, she's still here. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yes. I won't run. Awesome. I'll joke, but I won't do it. She's actually starting to like it, I think. (laughs) How about that? We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so Wednesday, we talk about how we are in community. Um, at VP, how we serve here or how we serve elsewhere even, you know, it doesn't have to be here. Um, So what do you do here when you're here? Because you've been here for a long time, you said. So Um, I serve currently in the infant nursery, Mm -hmm. get my baby fixed. It's my favorite. Yes. All those cuddles. and, Mm -hmm. um, And I'm also a part of the Mama Bear book club. Yes. The apologetics. Yeah, and I was we were just talking off air. I'm so jealous about that. Um, I'm hoping they will do it again so that I can join um, on a different night, hopefully, so it doesn't interfere with MC, because you got to make choices in life. Right. And that one didn't fit in. So um, are you loving it? Loving it. I would definitely do it again. All right. So if they do it again, you got some people who are going to sign up. That's good. It's good to know. Um, and thank you for serving in... The infant room, again, my favorite room. Um, it's easy, and I love babies. So, Oh, yes. Um, and I was thinking before this, I think I probably got out of the infant room about the time that you were having your twins. I feel like I was no longer serving in there, and then I was on the worship team. Oh, okay. So I don't know that I ever had your twins in there, but I do feel like you probably didn't have your twins in there very much. I think they were in car seats a lot. Um, They... When they were a little bit older, maybe? When I they think were probably teeny babies. About 10-ish weeks. Oh. And then I was ready to like, have an yeah. hour by myself. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's what the infant room is good for. Yes. And the people who serve in there want to hold those babies. Exactly. That's what I always thought is people who don't bring their babies in. They're like, yeah, but they're not noisy. I'm like, I know, but I still want to hold them. <laughs> right. They, I want to spoil someone else's kid and send yeah. them home. Right. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. This is our plug. If you have babies, drop them off. We love them. Yes. Awesome. We love babies. All right. Well, um, today, again, continuing in the book of Matthew, we are in chapter 10. Uh, we'll be for the rest of the week here. And we're up to verse 16. And we're going to read through 25. And Jenny said that she would read that for us today. All right. And again, I have the message. Yes. So it's a little bit different. Um, Stay alert. This is hazardous work. I'm assigning you. You are going to be like sheep running through the wolf pack. So don't call attention to yourselves. Be as cunning as a snake and offensive as a dove. Don't be naive. Some people will impunge your motives. Others will smear your reputation. Just because you believe in me, don't be upset when they haul you before the civil authorities without knowing it. They've done you and me a favor, giving you a platform for preaching the kingdom's news. And don't worry about what you'll say or how you'll say it. The right words will be there. The spirit of your father will supply the words. 
When people realize it is the living God you are presenting and not some idol that makes them feel good, they are going to turn on you, even people in your own family. There is great irony here, proclaiming so much love, experiencing so much hate. But don't quit. Don't cave in. It is well worth it in the end. It is not success after you're in such times, but survival. Be survivors. Before you run out of options, the Son of Man will have arrived. A student doesn't get a better desk than her teacher. A laborer doesn't make more money than his boss. Be content, pleased, even when you are... Even when you, my students, my harvest hands, get the same treatment that I get, if they call me the master dung face, what can the workers expect? I just got to say, I don't think I've ever heard the word dung face read in scripture before. No, me Um, neither. So there's that. I appreciate that um, interesting reading of the Bible. Right. I know. I don't know how they translated that word, but the message is a little uh, a loose translation, I suppose, but it's not a word for word type translation. Right. Um, but it's interesting. I got caught on that when we were talking about it earlier in between our recordings. So, um, but besides dung face showing <laughs> up in scripture, I know um, that was like <laughs> caught my mind right away. Right. Because <laughs> um, how could it not? Right. Um, what was something that stood out to you as you read this section of scripture? Um, don't worry about what, you, what you'll say or how you say it. The right words will be there. The spirit of your father will supply the words. And that's so true. You, all you have to do is ask and he will give you the right words yeah. to speak. Yeah, I think... Um, so often we do, we worry about like, okay, what, how, how do I share my testimony or how do I say this? And I think we get caught up in this, like, um, kind of this fear of not being good enough or right. not, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not prepared enough. I'm not whatever enough, um, which is really just lies of the enemy. Like that totally suits his purposes, right? If he can get us thinking that we're not good enough, we can't say this, whatever. Um, and Jesus is saying, you don't have to worry about that. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Like, I'll give you the words, you know. The Spirit gives you those words. Mm -hmm. So uh, just do it, you know. Um, There was another section in there that kind of stood out to me in the message translation. Um, I'm trying to think if it was just before that or just after that. Um, maybe it's the, the section about where it says even your family. Read that for me again. Maybe 21. Um, when people realize it is the living God you are presenting and not some idol that makes them feel good, they're going to turn on you, even people in your own family. Yeah, I think that still, like, I've read that so many times in so many different ways and that like it still just like strikes me as like wait a minute what why would your own family turn on you right um but again it, to them it was as if they were preaching some different gospel to again they're they're preaching to the israelites the jews mm-hmm. so they're supposedly all jews 
and they're now sending a, saying a different message, you know, the one that Jesus has said, which is that he's the Messiah and he's come. So a lot of the things they believed before are now changing mm-hmm. um, as the coming of the Messiah. So you're like, well, wait a minute. Why would my family hate me? Like, don't they think or know the same things, you know, or why wouldn't they trust me? Because they're my family. Um but Jesus makes it pretty clear in all of this, like all of these things. It does not paint a very rosy picture of what it's going to be like to share the good news of the gospel. No, no yeah. because we'll be experienced. Though it is all well. Where is it? It was proclaiming so much love, but experiencing so much hate. Yeah. On I the think back that end too. of that. The irony of that, yeah. right? Um, I think one of the things as I was doing study, it, um, I don't remember which of the commentators it was, but um, he said persecution and proclamation are inseparable. Oh, that's good. And in that order, and I thought, well, it seems like the proclamation is that which brings persecution, but they put it in the order of persecution and proclamation, so... I don't know if there's a key to that, but but just the fact that they're inseparable. Yeah. Jesus is flat out telling them, if you're going to proclaim my gospel, you will be persecuted. There's no other way around it. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, he says in another part of scripture, right? They hated me. They're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if you're doing what I've told you to do, if you're saying the things that I've taught you to say— they're going to hate you. They hate me. Mm-hmm. It's and inevitable. They, it's inevitable, right? Yeah. It's just going to happen. Um, and so, it, like they listed, you know, here Jesus is laying out. Here's what to expect as I'm sending you out, right? Sheep among wolves. Yeah. Like you're innocent sheep, sweet, cuddly, um, and the wolves want to attack you and kill you. Yep. And I'm going to send you out amongst them. So yep. good luck. Um, Chrissy doesn't say that, like, good luck. But <laughs> the best it's but kind, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Right? Yeah. But he warns them, you know, if you're going to follow me, if you're going to share my good news, here's what you can expect. You can expect persecution. You can expect help from the Holy Spirit, right? He'll mm-hmm. give you the words. Yep. Um, you, can be exp- you can expect to be hated by everyone. Yep. Um, but you can expect to be like Jesus. Um, we're going to... Which is good and bad, right? I mean, right. there are a lot of good things about Jesus, but Jesus also suffered greatly. Um, so we can expect that too. And I think, boy, of all those expectations, persecution, hatred, suffering, help from the Holy Spirit sounds okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. So scary. Yeah. Um, and I think later in your, I liked the message version on that one too, about... Um, the perseverance, it doesn't use those exact words, which is what I liked about it. Um, it doesn't talk about necessarily persevering, but it... The success. Yeah. Read that for me, if you would. I have that underlined, actually. Um, it is not success you are after in such times, but survival. Be survivors. Yeah. Not success. Yeah. Survival. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, says... Jesus knew the success was going to be on him. Mm-hmm. Our sharing the gospel isn't successful because we share the gospel. It's successful because of him. 
we're still called to do it. We're still called to go through all of this tough stuff. Um, and the goal is survival, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes yeah. in life we feel that, like, I just, <laughs> I just need to survive. Like, if I can get out of this earth surviving in some way, oh, it's a win. Yes. Right? There's times where we feel like, and I think um, this scripture I go back to so many times. <laughs> um, I don't know why, because it, it really challenges me. Maybe that's why. Um, but I think what, what catches me is that Jesus is quite frankly saying that if we're going to follow him, if we're going to share the truth about the gospel and the kingdom, that he brought and is bringing. These are things we can expect. Not might happen. If you don't do this right, then it will happen. Mm -hmm. These are, even if you do everything right like I have, this is what you can expect. This will be the results. And what's challenging to me on that, I guess, is Partly like, maybe that's why I don't do it, um, selfishly. Um, But honestly, I don't know that I've experienced that level. Like even with people that I've maybe shared a little bit of the gospel, but not the whole thing. Um, You know, little bits and pieces that I've opened up to. I've never experienced that kind of persecution. No, I don't think I have either. It makes me just pause and think. Am I really sharing the gospel? Mm-hmm. Or am I sugarcoating it so that they don't hate me? So they don't call me horrific names? So they don't slander me to all of their friends? And I have to wrestle with that. And like, it, it always makes me pause and think, like, man, mm-hmm. am I being too passive? So that they don't come after me. I don't know. That is my my big challenge for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything in here that stood out to you? You said you underlined that part. So that's one of those like you put it on your on your refrigerator. <laughs> like remember this: yeah. success is not really the goal. Survival is. Yeah. Um, I kind of noted it down. Uh, it's not about success. It's about staying a sheep in that peaceful calm, even when you are being attacked by somebody for or persecuted. Right. And that's hard to do, to stay a sheep. You want to turn into a wolf and fight back. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and maybe I turn into a wolf, and that's why. Maybe. <laughs> I don't get persecution because <laughs> I kind of change my role. Right. <laughs> that could be. That is a very, I might have to write that one down, Jenny, <laughs> um, and ponder that one a little bit more. Um, I do like the, and it's always puzzled me, because I don't think I quite understand the word shrewd. Shrewd, um, I know some people say wise or cunning, but even cunning is mm-hmm. kind of a weird word to me. Um, but as a serpent, right? Shrewd as a serpent is what he's telling us to be. So, But let's just say he's saying we're supposed to be wise. Um, and snakes are very wise, right? Like mm-hmm. they know how to 
stay safe and avoid danger. Um, my husband one time hates snakes. Dan hates snakes, oh, just I like Pastor too. Matt. So he had one time when he was going back to his barn. Um, I think actually when he was coming back out of it, he saw this snake, and the snake looked like it was this like cobra, like just standing up, puffed up oh, neck. I and so we had, he out. was apparently screaming, wanting me to help, and I didn't hear him screaming. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he ended up getting a shovel, but I don't know if he ended up doing anything to it. <laughs> but it reminded me, like, so that snake is, I think you would call it a puffer snake or a puff adder mm-hmm. or something like that. It's a Michigan snake. It's not really deadly venomous snake. It's just a wuss. Yeah. But it pretends yeah, that it's this deadly venomous snake to protect itself. Right, I don't think we need to pretend we're venomous snakes to protect ourselves, but nonetheless, that yeah. snake knows how to avoid danger. Um, so I think we do have to be wise. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not telling us just to be wise and don't get into danger or whatever. Right, but sometimes we're told that we need to flee. You know, yeah. get away from there. Yeah, um, and we have to know wisely. You know, mm-hmm. what to do. Um, but then, obviously, be innocent as doves, um, pure, blameless. You know, they use doves as like one of the biggest sacrificed animals because it was that pure, blameless animal, um, generally on the lower income level, I think is what it was. Um, but probably more people use that than the ones who had spotless lambs. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, but that too, it was, you know, made the point of, you know, don't give a people, don't give people a reason to persecute you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's being innocent, right? Like we don't have to be on attack or we don't have to be rude or we don't have to, you know, whatever to get our message across, but be gentle, be pure and blameless, but we have to be pure and blameless. Um, you know, we can't go out and share the gospel if we don't have a right living to back it up. Um, nobody believes that they see hypocrisy faster than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just, this is a tough one to wrestle with, right? Like yeah. what Jesus tells us we'll experience these things. If we're not experiencing them, why not? Right. I guess that's my question <laughs> for the day is um, if you don't experience these things, are you not sharing the gospel? Are you sugarcoating the gospel so that it's more palatable? Um, is that why people aren't persecuting mm-hmm. you? Is that why they're not hating you? Um yeah. Yeah. Any greater challenge or another challenge for the day? No. We'll leave it at that one today. Yeah, we got that. Awesome. So just something to ponder for today is if you don't experience that level of persecution, don't just assume because we're in America and people can't do that, that that's why you're not experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Christians are greatly becoming very much attacked. Oh, um, yes. By the world in general, but um, also by individuals. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not getting some uh, side eyes, at least, <laughs> there might be a reason why. So consider that for today. And have a great Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow. See ya. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.